This episode of our podcast is brought to you by Doolaban Insurance. If you live in Ontario, Canada, and are looking for the best price and coverage for your Tesla, give Doolaban a call at 1-855-385-4226 or visit their website at doolabaninsurance.com slash Tesla. Hey guys, we decided to do an impromptu podcast and I don't think there's any better place than right here at the Tesla Design Studio in Hawthorne, California. <laughs> and I have uh, Ian Matt Hungarian with me, I got Dax with me, got Ryan. Oh yeah, look at that. We got uh, two trikes flying in. Nice. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful sunny day. We thought we'd just have a little fireside chat as long as the battery lasts out here on the camera and just talk about last night's event here with the Cybertruck. We just had breakfast, we had a hearty conversation, so obviously a lot of this is going to be rehashed, but you guys will get to enjoy on some of this stuff. I, I don't know, um, who wants to start? What do you think? I mean, I showed up late, so I missed out the first five minutes or so, but... You, you didn't miss much. I did miss much, okay. Yeah. All right, other than the glass breaking and stuff, but... That was, that was pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we start with the obvious, the looks? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you, you got it. That's, that's the 800-pound gorilla, right? The elephant in the room. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. to... You got to start with that, and I mean, there's no question. Number one thing, super obvious. Everyone has said it. It is polarizing. Absolutely. Anybody following the story knows this is not anything that should come as a surprise. In no way should it be a shock. We were told not everybody's going to like it, and sure as hell, not everybody liked it. <laughs> no. Um, I'm personally a fan. I think it's super innovative. I think it's cool. I think it is particularly appeals to people who are not traditional truck customers. I personally don't ever need a truck. I love the utility of one, but it's not something I would buy for a lifestyle choice. That thing, yeah. my God, I was close to pulling out the uh, credit card. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was like, oh, there's got to be a reason to have yeah. that yeah. because anybody who's got that sort of adventurous space geek whatever about them, it's like, yeah, I can totally see that thing on Mars roving around. <laughs> yeah, you know, literally, exactly, and and as opposed to the 401. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. But the cool thing is it'll be able to do both. So, I mean, you know, for sure, for sure, there's going to be love, there's going to be hate, there's going to be very little in the middle. That's that's the obvious thing. I think you have to get out of the way. And I will take a small amount of credit for calling it a few weeks ago when I said expect a very wedgie but very simple uh, to manufacture design. I think it. that's how they're going to achieve this incredibly low price point uh, that they announced last night of 39.9 US for the entry level model. Uh, this idea of the stainless steel exoskeleton that's got very three millimeters thick three millimeters thick yeah ballistic it actually stops a nine millimeter round uh, at point blank range that's pretty amazing but the fact that it's such a simple shape uh, you know is not going to require a lot of complex maneuvers i think to stamp and weld together and form the, the unit structure of it that's what is going to allow them to hit that price point yeah, i think it makes sense to me yeah i mean i think some of you were talking at breakfast this morning that i mean there's a bit of an undercurrent with this is that this may be you know of interest to the military in some ways right as a replacement for the traditional Humvee oh, yeah, for a lot yeah. of people sure. um, it, it looks military yeah, well yeah it certainly does and, and I think that's the point I mean Elon said that you know he, he's been hinting for some time now that you know the truck was going to look like something that came out of a movie set right because how many times do you see something in a science fiction movie and you go man why can't I buy that I'd love to be able to get one of those right yeah so this is obviously yeah, polarizing design in a lot of ways, but as I said before, 
you know, when you're entering a market that's absolutely saturated by the typical pickup truck, which has looked the same thing for decades, you got to stand out. I mean, they did it with the Model 3, uh, you know, with the interior and the design, of course. And those. Yeah, and, and the progression of Tesla's design language has been getting more and more bold. And in this case, it's basically, let's just throw all caution to the wind. And, you know, we got the money, we got the resources now, we got an established brand. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I nice figured little, it would nice be out there. The camera could pick you up. Yeah. I, I figured it'd be out there, but I just didn't figure it'd be out there like Mars out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's definitely I mean, Mars. Talked about the pressurized it. version. I, I wouldn't doubt that that is not really a joke. No, I don't think he was joking right? about that. So. No, I think that will come, just like the Roadster. Yeah. Jet rocket things. Yeah. <laughs> Some interesting observations. Obviously, they're doing the steering wheel yoke from the Roadster type of thing in this car. Yeah. yeah. The interior is a little more normal than the, the exterior of the car. <laughs> I mean, the back of the seats are very faceted. It's got that whole stealth fighter look, obviously. Um, Everything. Was it, what, Ryan was the one who was on the on the test ride. Unfortunately, last night we were waiting so long in line oh, for the yeah. test rides because, of course, they had a mishap on stage. Obviously, if you guys watched the. Uh, the live stream, uh, they, they bashed some windows, so they had to take the car off stage, replace the windows before they could give us test rides. Unfortunately, we waited a what, almost four hours? Yeah. Three hours? Yeah, yeah about four. About yeah, four, and, four, and they four. said, uh, sorry, the event's over, we can't give any more test rides. So we were really bummed, but our good friend Ryan McCaffrey had a ride in it, and um, my understanding, and I, I didn't catch the conversation, but he said that the he got some interesting information. I'll, I'll, I'll ask Ryan about that. But he said that the dash looks marble and it was kind of paperish. Who yeah, was, yeah, it was, it was me. That I, I was passing by and he was inter being interviewed by somebody, and he mentioned the texture of the dash. Even though it looked marble, like if you look at the pictures online, it yeah. looks marble. But the texture of it, he he re related it to like almost a paper feel. So it's very probably some kind of wrap or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And who knows? That yeah, that may not make it into production. Well, yeah, and it's important to note that uh, Motor Trend came out with quite a few yeah, behind. I was just about to mention that, yeah. Quite a few behind-the-scenes uh, stories. Definitely, you want to go to Motor Trend site and look up all of the Cybertruck information, because they were invited here back in September for um, a look at the vehicle when it was still in the uh, assembly phase, and I mean, it was from the sound of it, like maybe half complete around the time they were invited in, and a lot of the parts here are not going to be fully representative of what goes into production. I think the general shape is, the layout of the interior and so on, but even the actual shell of the truck itself was a half unibody, uh, half body on frame sort of temporary arrangement. So it's not even the true chassis that is going yeah, to go into Yeah, the final, final chassis production. will be a, a proper unibody, much like a Honda Ridgeline yep. is. Speaking of the Ridgeline, I noticed some other stuff because obviously I was so tired yesterday from flying across the country trying to get into this thing. Didn't sleep. That, uh, that I missed. Uh, yeah, I, I got. I did get a little bit of sleep last night. But um, some interesting observations from the pictures this morning. It does have a hidden compartment in the truck bed. Very Ridgeline. Very, very much like a Honda Ridgeline, yeah. which is great. There's also it, another hidden compartment on the side for, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So on the two, what are they calling them? Sails? They're calling them sales. Well, yeah, they, they call the whole the, thing a vault. Yeah, a vault. <laughs> well, okay, so the sides of the pickup truck have the uh, built-in compartments. I mean, that's been a wasted space in a lot of trucks for like years. Like a ram. Ram, yeah. ram utilized. But there's other trucks on the market that have been doing that, and there's retrofits you can get. So I think that's a, that's a brilliant move. The fact that the actual bed of the truck is completely flat, so there's no wheel well intrusion. Good. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Great. That's good. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I mean, the fully loading ramp on the back that drops down right down. Oh, that is you cool. Because yeah. you obviously saw the ATV, and Elon said, it seemed like I was almost on a whim, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do the ATV too. Yeah. By the way, that ATV yeah. was basically, as far as I'm concerned, because I had a very close look at it, was um, 
just a basic run-of-the-mill ATV. They just ripped out the motor, put some batteries in, put some new body panels on it. Yeah. But uh, being so, able to charge that in the back of the truck, that's pretty cool. Still look cool. Yeah. <laughs> and how awesome is it that they built the ramp into the tailgate? Now, yeah. that's something I would have expected out of Detroit years ago. And he, here they went and one up them. I mean, that was that was some serious yeah, next-level truck stuff. It would be interesting a lot of people to find out them. what kind of weight it could support. I was just thinking that. Yeah. 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 It, you, you know, it'll... it'll It'll be. Well, Elon did say last year, he did mention in, in, in the tweet storm that he did about the pickup truck last year, when he mentioned things like, oh, 300,000 pounds towing capacity. It's not. It's up to 14,000 pounds, which is still right in the market with competitive trucks, right? Most yeah. of them are from 10 to 13,000. This is 14. 14 yeah. is perfect. Yeah. On the high-end model, the lower-end model is a little less, but... Uh, I mean, the specs are right on the car. They got the pricing right. Yeah, specs are awesome. Um, sure. If you can get past the looks, but again, as I mentioned before... You know, it's much like the Model 3, the early days of the Model 3. Remember how everybody, like, lost it over the nose cone, yeah. or no yeah. nose cone, and the single screen interior and the simple interior, and now it's just become the norm, and it's yeah. a brilliant interior. I think this truck is a lot of the same ways. Right now, very polarizing, but as our psyche absorbs it over the next couple of years, because it's going to take a couple of years before yeah. we see this production, it'll refine. just be normal. Yeah, and they'll refine it a little more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The thing you have to remember with this, this truck was very much rushed to put together, so... I mean, we were talking to uh, somebody, I forget who it was and stuff, and they said, yeah, it's, it's a little prototypey. But, I mean, that's the thing, you know, uh, over the next couple of years, they're going to, you know, little nips and tucks here and there. Okay. The interior is, is kind of interesting. And you know, unfortunately, like I said, we didn't get a chance to ride in the car, but I was looking at some pictures this morning. So it almost has a Model X windshield, not quite as far, yeah. but that heavily raked windshield oh, yeah. is there. It's not curved, but yeah. Exactly. Uh, the dash is very <laughs> squarish, but it certainly does have the Model 3 treatment with the center horizontal screen. Yeah. And let's face it, when the S and X finally do get their update on the interior, this is the way they're going to go. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist yeah. to figure this That's out. Where yeah, it's a nice interior. Yeah, yeah sure exactly. Um, six seats, obviously. So I like that third third seat in the middle. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, rear view mirror. This is a big conversation piece yeah, right because it's a camera yes and we should give props to uh da eric mr tesla inventory yes eric yeah spotted that i think he was yeah. one of the first ones certainly he was the first one i saw publicly spot that in the um rear portion of the front fender flares there's a small tinted lens right at the top corner of yeah. it which conceals the cameras and we we speculate that that's going to be the cameras both for autopilot functionality and the mirrors if if, if. this is a big if uh, U.S. Department of Transport is going to sign off on that. This yeah. is something that Tesla and other manufacturers have been working on with the Department of Transportation for many years now. Try to get legislation changed in such a way that they can do modern cameras. Yeah. Right. So no because the Roadster, I mean, the semi truck when they first introduced it didn't have cameras. This thing doesn't have cameras. It's very obvious that Tesla mirrors, wants yeah. Uh, yeah. mirrors. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's very obvious that Tesla wants to get rid of the mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huge drag, so between so. now and 2021, maybe we'll see something. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But um, yeah, there's some interesting stuff. I mean, that whole tonneau cover in the back that's rolled up yep, like yep. a bread box, that's pretty yeah, cool. That's cool, that is yeah. cool. And when it is rolled up and out of the way, there is a small window that you probably will see. Like, yeah, well, like that's a, why they did the rear view mirror. Window, yeah. yeah, so the rear view mirror is actually a camera. It's actually projected in there. If you look at the pictures online, maybe I'll, I'll do an overlay yeah. and you guys can see it. But it's actually, because the, the window is so small out of the back, I mean, it, it just seems a progression with Tesla. Like, keep making the windows smaller and smaller and smaller to the point you can't see out the back of the car. Well, they're going for full uh, self-driving, right? Yeah. So they're, they're, they're thinking, we don't need mirrors. We don't need stocks. Uh, one of the things I heard uh, Ryan talking about when he was being interviewed, he's saying the, when he took the test drive, it had no stocks. 
So it had no turn signal that's stocks right. and no autopilot stocks. Yeah. So obviously, that's either a case of, well, we're going to go even more simple or, well, it's a prototype and yeah, we yeah. don't need to do all no these time, things. Let's go, yeah. Right? Um, obviously, some other things that we had a conversation at uh, breakfast this morning, the lighting on the car. I mean, it's certainly showing a bold direction in the sense that they want to do this signature light either at the top and the front. They're very bright, but legal. They're not really street legal. No, the problem is, I mean, they look incredibly cool for a prototype vehicle, um, this type of strip LED lighting, but you can see that there's some sort of a diffuser lens yeah. on the front of it, which causes the light to sort of spray in every direction, and that's never going to fly. Again, you know, um, federal regulations are going to stipulate that you need to aim it uniquely downwards. Yeah. So I can see them doing some type of an LED strip light, but it's going to be much more unlike what you see on a, on a Model S or a Model 3 where they're, they're directed, yeah. you know, like some type of a focused lens. And then maybe they'll have some sort of little accent light that you can turn on either as a high beam or whatever. I mean, I absolutely love that little tiny light bar along the top. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. really cool. That yeah. was awesome. But there again, you have a problem in that in, in most areas, the regulation states that you can't have any lighting above the line of the headlights. Well, maybe that's an that's a, like an off-road thing. Yeah, yeah it's correct. like a floodlight, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is it. So yeah, in, in and you want aerodynamics because you don't want these light bars sticking right. on. Stuff, no, right? no, so no, 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 no. The, the idea is fantastic, well. but whether they can actually get that delivered on the vehicle, not as an accessory. Fine Lab has aligned protective coatings that were engineered to protect your Tesla's paint, leather, carpet, plastic, and wheels, effectively blocking all those UV rays and environmental factors before they ever get to ruin your brand new baby. Fine Lab offers a complete line of car care products and ceramic coatings for both the do-it-yourselfer and professional detailers. Did we mention we also have the world's first self-healing coating? Check us out at finelab.com, that's spelled F-E-Y-N-L-A-B, to see the science behind the self-healing. Check out our product catalog and click contact us for a free quote from a certified installer in your area. Fine Lab and Tesla, we were meant for each other. All right, we need to talk about crashworthiness, right? Because obviously they make a big show on stage about hammering this thing, you know, <laughs> yes. with the sledgehammers and of course the mishap that they had with the glass. But was it a mishap? Oh, well, <laughs> that was a mishap, definitely a mishap. Um, you know, we had this whole conversation at breakfast about the crashworthiness because, you know, safety is the number one thing on Tesla's whiteboard when they design a car. Oh, yeah. In this case, it's like, okay, well, where do you build the crumple zones that this thing's practically indestructible, right? Right. So, I don't know. level of road rage. And, yeah. And I have a theory, which is mine. All right. This theory that I have, which is mine, <laughs> is that I think the material itself forms the crumple zone. Traditionally in vehicles, when you're talking about crumple zones, they have to do with the chassis. And it's usually, there's a whole set of things that come into play. You have the bumpers, which have shock absorbers built into them. You then have usually a tubular structure of the sort of the, the part of the unibody or the subframe of the car, which then becomes the next zone. And then you have the chassis itself, which will deflect or deform in some fashion. And it's all carefully calculated so that the components swing out of the way and everything happens nicely. In this case, since we know it's, it's an exoskeleton design and the strength of the material of the body itself is incredible. I mean, it's three millimeters thick cold rolled stainless steel. Um, that I think in and of itself becomes a giant crumple zone. The box, which is the truck's body, is in itself a crumple zone. And again, I have no basis in fact. This is me <laughs> I'm just pulling it out of my butt. <laughs> literally what the man said, but I'm thinking that's literally. how it's gonna operate because that's that's how they're, they're gonna get, first of all, the economy of construction, economy of the material is, is the strength of it, you know, all the support, it's carrying capacity, and that, you know, crumple ability in an accident, I think is predicated on the way that that material is shaped. 
Yeah, I remember we, we had talked on the podcast before, you know, uh, you know whether Tesla was actually going to do a unibody design or yeah. a, a body on frame. Well, now, obviously, we know Clearly. what's going on with that. I think it's also interesting that they actually did the Tesla armor glass. They made a big deal about on stage about Plastic the glasses, glass, yeah. basically, you know, bulletproof. They sure made a big deal. I mean, that was developed for the Tesla Semi, and now we're actually going to see it in some kind of production. I mean, it'll be in the Semi first, but... It'd be interesting to know uh, what kind of... Um safety is involved in the glass because typically if you get in an accident you got to be able to get out through the glass but if it's ballistic glass and it doesn't actually shatter that's an interesting point yeah. and uh yeah the nitsa might have some issues that's with that they're gonna have to prove you know in the in the event you have an emergency egress because yeah typically you can shatter i don't know if that's an actual requirement though that it needs to do that so they're going to put hidden door releases in the door <laughs> like the model three again <laughs> and, the, and the glass just falls out or Spe some pyrotechnic charges, perhaps. Yeah, speaking of which, the door handles on this thing were very Model S, so they were yep. completely recessed, and they touch them, then they pop out. The handlers were doing all that stuff. I was more interested in seeing if they actually fixed the door seals this time around, because <laughs> I have a problem with Tesla door seals in general, but who knows. Um, from the conversations we had with people, very roomy inside, mostly because the peak is so high inside yeah, the car. Yeah, yeah. Lots and lots of headroom in there. No uh, problem for me. Yeah. It's six, it's six <laughs> people comfortably. It's yeah. not tight. Yeah. No, no. yeah. It's a wide, it's actually a really big car. I'll put up a picture here that Ian took, you know, Mad Hungarian for scale. Yeah. It's a big truck. And then that's you can that's actually going to be an official measurement of uh, unit <laughs> measurement of vehicles. <laughs> and the then, MH. You know, like the AU for astronomy? Well, yeah, I think we're going to use the and then MH. And you can compare it to Dax's height. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Dax took a picture too. And I was like this. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a big guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's perfect for you because, in you know, you tow an RV. Yes, and that's what I was looking for it for. Like, that's why I was anticipating this, and I wanted to know. Yeah, I knew the looks were going to be polarizing and, and out there, but I wanted to know what the, the specs were. Because, yeah, I have an RV that's about 5,000 pounds, and right now I have a, a gas uh, Tacoma. Yeah. Mm. No, wonderful truck. Love it and everything. Well, right now, you, it's not like you have a choice. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Now I have a choice. Trade. In yeah. two years, I'll have a choice. After I talk to the wife. Yeah. <laughs> Always ask the boss first. Uh, speaking of which, all right, who placed the reservation last night? Not me. Again, be proud of it, Trevor. Be so proud two, of it. Two in the middle. I don't know if I'm going to keep it or not, but I figured, you know what, for 150 bucks Canadian, 100 bucks US. Oh, yeah. It's a no-brainer. Um, who knows what will happen? I mean, if the roadster doesn't come or whatever the case may be, well, maybe I'll just take the money and put it into something like that. Yeah. My personal impression of the car is that it's going to make really great impressions at car shows. Oh, can you imagine? Just, oh, yeah. just <laughs> driving down the road. You know how much I love going to car shows. If they're pulling up in this yeah. thing, they're like, see, that's the whole point with this thing. I mean, It'll you know, kind of going back to what we talked about earlier, I mean, they're pulling out all the stops with this thing. It's just like, you know what? We're just going to take all caution, throw it to the wind. Yep. When you see this thing on the roads, everybody's going to be like, what the heck is yeah, this thing? Heads are going to spin. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's it's making a bold it statement. It certainly you know? People might think they're on a movie set. You know, when yeah. They, when well, that's wires. that's the whole point. I mean, how many times have we seen really futuristic cars in movies? And then just to be disappointed in the fact, well, I'd really like to own one of those things, but they don't exist. Yeah. And now we have something that we can just kind of hang our hat on and say, I own a piece of the future type of thing. Oh, yeah. oh you'll, you'll be there driving down the road and people will be right up beside you videotaping you and taking pictures. We saw a little bit of that with the Model 3 when we got it early yeah. in Ontario. A little bit. But this is going to be taken no, to a whole is, level. Yeah, this is a completely different level. And it's not the first time. I mean, there's other industries that do radical designs, like the luxury yachts, for example. They're going very angle. Yeah. The, the picture that yeah, you sent out today. And yeah. So it's not uncommon. And, and we're seeing a shift in the auto industry. I mean, if you look at Rivian, they have a much more 
normal in air quotes, so to speak. Um, you know, RV or not RV, but you know, activity vehicle. Yeah. Uh, and they've done something very unique with the signature lights in the front, and you know, it's kind of growing on people now. They've done some innovative stuff with the with the tunnel down the middle. Yeah. So there's a lot of innovation that's going on beyond. You know, oh, I can tow one ton or two tons type of things, yeah. right? Yeah. Because if you look at the marketing in the pickup truck segment, it's all about towing. Yeah. That's yeah. all they yeah. talk about, yeah. Yeah. right? It's oh, okay, staying. yeah, we got a boat, you know, reverse thing with Ford and stuff. Speaking of which, the oh, yeah. uh, this, this car will have that. Yeah, we were talking about that yeah. last night. Like, it, but it's gonna have it in a, like an autopilot style. Where yeah. It, it seems like it's gonna do it by them by itself. Yeah. yeah. That'd be totally yeah. cool. Like, and I'm curious if it's gonna be like, like a smart summon thing where you don't have to be in the vehicle, for it to do it. I do know a friend of mine who does pull his boat out of the water with his Model X sitting in the boat with Smart Tunnel. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Because you can. Because yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the trailer parks or camp campsites watching your, your car or your truck? Yeah. First of all, this thing, just by looks alone, and then people seeing you just pull your trailer out yeah. autonomously. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. A few other observations. Um, I did take a close look at the um, at the prototype so to speak and there are definitely in the bed there are little doors for you know uh, rails oh, yeah, racks yeah, yeah. Uh, there's definitely a tow hook cover on the bottom bumper underneath it's completely flat underneath um, the wheel wells are completely covered inside oh that's good yeah so that you know like dirt and mud and stuff can't get in there quite as easily as the other cars right. So they, they spent a lot of time and effort making sure that things were, were cleaned up on this car. I mean, the aerodynamics are actually going to suck on this thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't be too hasty about that. I, I have a funny feeling, down. yeah, because I, no, it's the frontal area on it is not horrific. You don't and think so? It, no, that, what the problem, the only thing really wrong with the aerodynamics is it's very creased. I mean, yeah. there's no smooth, Curve. there's, there's no curves in this thing at all. It's basically Well, aerodynamics matter, but in this one, yeah. it's just like, well, at the I, end of the day, like how... I got money. It's going to have a better drag coefficient efficient than any other uh, pickup currently in the market. Oh, well, I'd, I'd put yeah, okay. a, a huge amount of money on that. And to me, that's an improvement. You know, is it going to be Model S or Model 3 territory? Not. It's definitely not. Well, There's the fact no that it has air but suspension. The fact yes, you can lower it, you yeah, know, awesome. but just, just the general shape of the thing is relatively friendly to the air compared so, to most, you know, three box trucks. Yeah. So what else did they deliver? They delivered on the 110 and the 240 volt outlets. Yeah. Um, towing capacity? Well, it's not 300,000 pounds, but then again, it's, it's seven. It, it's, unofficially, it's it's in the market. I yeah, mean, you yeah, know, yeah, you definitely have to competitive with everything class, else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The low end is uh, 7,500. That's awesome. Yeah, for a low end. Yeah. yeah. The bed is six and a half feet, not including the tailgate. Correct. So in the range. Uh, High end of the range is what 500, 500 miles. 500 miles. 500 miles yeah. At the top now there. that'll be a double layered battery pack. Yeah. Right. That's right. And they, but they can afford that, right? Well, when you get in that territory, that's what you can do. And 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 we had this conversation here at breakfast. I mean, the whole purpose of this truck and why they can get the price down is economies of scale. They're reusing a lot of the stuff from the Model Three. Yep. Uh, Drivetrain, motors. Yeah. Um, the high end model will have a tri motor setup, so it's very much a plaid drivetrain pulled from the S and the Roadster that they're doing. Uh, battery cells, obviously, they're going to be 2170s. That's yeah. you know, Tesla's all in on that technology yeah. now. So, uh, air suspension from pulled from the Model X yeah. improved. I like how it's yeah. kneeled. See that one picture? Yeah, yeah. When it's yeah that's a very cool feature. When you want to load, back. yeah, you can yeah. get the back end to drop in to sort of boost the you know the the angle like back for the ramp. And he just he made a flippant point last night. Uh, oh yeah, we're going to do this ATV thing. I mean, they had the ATV yeah. drive up onto the back, yeah. which was fully electrified. I had a good close look at it. It's just a normal ATV. They ripped out the motor and just stuck in an electric motor with some batteries and some bodywork. But 
seems like they. they you know, I, I think they're gonna build it. They're gonna yeah. build it. They, they, said, it, it, well, they said it's gonna be an he, he said it just off the cuff. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So, he also said <laughs> but that means everybody's scrambling right now to start. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right back there, right inside said, this building. He also said off the cuff that it was charging as soon as it drove up on there. Yes, so. that's yeah, another one I'd it. like to know. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, if you're putting 240 volt outlets, what's more than to putting a DC to DC converter in yeah. there? Um, yeah. So overall, I don't know. We, you know, the jury's still out. It's going to yeah. be a couple years before we actually see this thing. They got the specs. They got the price right. If you can just get past the looks, I think they got a winner in their hands. I got past the looks right away. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. You did? Yeah. Well, I'm still on the fence. Within a minute. At first, I think I turned to Ian or somebody when I was in the crowd and I said, they're joking. That, that's not it. They're going to either, the panels are going to fall Everybody off. Everybody's something I, else. I, yeah. I and by that, the way, yes. and then this a minute passed, I'm like, okay, no, they're not. That, this, this, is, is this is it. This is it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he did say that, uh, you know, if, if people are not really taking a liking to this, that they may do just more yeah. of a regular pickup yeah. down the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been warning us for a year now that this yeah. thing was going to be radical, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. He told us. He told and, us. you know, so people are like, oh, I don't know, but it's way more radical. And, and it should not go without mentioning that all of the stupid renders that have been going around on the internet were completely yeah. out left yeah. field. He was right when he came on a few weeks ago and said, no one's close. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. He was right. Yeah. Nothing was close. So I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways. What do you think on the truck? Up, like I said, 100%. I yeah? See, yeah. I'm kind of sideways at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I see thumbs up for all the specs. The looks, I'm still halfway. Yeah. Well, we got two years to get used to it. Yeah. yeah. Two more years. Anyways, we're, uh, we're going to cut it off right now. We're just having a bit of fun. We have a lunch engagement to uh, go to, but I want to thank you for, uh, for watching the podcast. And uh, we'll have more to say about this as things develop. But uh, oh, so far, it was yeah. a good night, and we had a lot yeah. of fun. And I want to say hi to everybody out there that we met last night. It was so nice to finally meet a bunch of people despite my, my flight problems and so on and so forth. But uh, we're hoping to see a lot more people in the future. So yeah, anyways, let us know what you think about the Tesla Cybertruck down in the comments down below. Please. And, uh, I'm dying to Keep it clean. Yeah, keep it clean. Be <laughs> respectful. Yep. Anyways, that's it for today. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for watching. See you guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye.